It's Tuesday, June 18, 2013. All the models indicate that we must turn that trajectory downwards before 2020. New study warns two-thirds of fossil fuel reserves must stay in the ground. Higher risk of autism linked to air pollution, again. Keystone XL Pipeline won't use state-of-the-art technology. Plus... I believe in 10 years we're going to see the fruits of all these technologies changing the world. Ernie Moniz and the world's first solar plane may just be the antidote to cynicism. I doubt it. All of that and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comments. It's primarily man-made, or is it natural and cyclical? Uh, I believe, in my view, there's no question that uh, a major component is anthropogenic. See, it's anthropogenic, not man-made. Republicans are so stupid. This is your... Green News Report. You, you thought that was funny, did you? Yeah, that was yeah. cute. Okay. <laughs> By the way, we've got some breaking news as we go to air today. The city of Los Angeles has just banned single-use plastic bags in this city where we are. And this could be notable because they say that L.A. uses two Billion, billion with a B, billion single-use plastic bags a year. Yeah, this is a really big deal. Manufacturers managed to defeat efforts on the state level to phase out plastic bags. Who is that? Big bag? Essentially, yes. They have lots and lots of lobbying money. Oh, man. All right. Well, big bag loses... And you win. Desi, what do you have for us today? Well, you know, Miami is hot, but Alaska is hotter. What? Ta- yeah, Talkeetna, Alaska, 100 miles north of Anchorage, set an all-time temperature record of 96 degrees Fahrenheit on Monday, smashing its previous record set in June 1969. It's because a massive heat dome is stalled over Alaska, and Talkeetna was hotter than Miami, according to the National Weather Service. But nothing to worry about. It's too early to be sure about any fingerprint of climate change, but these are extreme swings and they are extremely curious. It actually comes right on the heels of a record cold start to spring, as I understand it. Yes, it does indeed. So the Australian government's official climate commission, which is tasked with studying the impact of global warming on Australia, has issued a new report saying 80 percent of global fossil fuel reserves must stay in the ground because burning those reserves will release enough carbon dioxide to tip the climate into dangerous territory. All the models indicate that we must turn that trajectory downwards before 2020 and be pretty much completely decarbonized by 2050. That's scientist and Commission member Leslie Hughes of Macquarie University. That's if world governments want to keep global temperatures from rising more than two degrees Celsius. And the Climate Commission's calculations confirm other studies that have the same conclusion. Yet another study links air pollution exposure to autism. A new study from Harvard University's School of Public Health confirmed previous smaller studies finding that pregnant women exposed to high levels of diesel pollution or mercury pollution from coal-fired power plants are twice as likely to have an autistic child as pregnant women living in low-pollution areas. Illinois Governor Pat Quinn on Monday signed into law the nation's strictest regulations over the controversial natural gas drilling technique of fracking. But reaction is mixed. Some environmental groups criticized the legislation for being too industry-friendly, but others noted that, hey, until now, Illinois had no regulations for fracking at all. No oversight. So they're saying, eh, this is an improvement. Yeah, low bar. 
When do we get to that antidote for cynicism? Uh, not yet. TransCanada Corporation, the owner and builder of the controversial proposed Keystone XL pipeline, says it will be the safest pipeline ever built. But Bloomberg News reports that TransCanada is not going to use state-of-the-art spill detection technology. No infrared sensors, no fiber optic cables to detect spills along the pipeline's 2,000-mile-long path from Canada. They could use them, but they won't. Cynicism antidote yet? Yes, here we go. Thank you. The 100% solar plane has landed at night, and it's on display for the public at Washington, D.C.'s Dulles Airport in preparation for its final leg to New York City, and it uses nothing but energy from the sun and batteries. Remember, it can fly at night. How does it fly at night if it's a solar plane? Because it uses batteries. Which are powered by the sun? Right. Oh. I'm less cynical already. This solar-powered plane represents a milestone not only in aviation, but also in solar power innovation, says our new U.S. Secretary of Energy physicist Ernie Moniz at a press conference to welcome the plane. A lot of people are going to be surprised 10 years from now at where solar is, and not only in standard applications, but in applications we don't know yet because of the various types of solar technology uh, being, uh, being put forward. And again, I believe in 10 years... We're going to see the fruits of all these technologies changing the world. For more on that and the other cynical stories we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Remember, you can download us anytime via iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio. Find us and like us on the Facebook and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. We're taking off for a few days, but we'll see you next week from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Papa's